Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? You are now listening to the smartest guys in the room. I am Jeff, and that's over there is O. Hi. Hey, and guys. we have a special guest today. I'm really excited about this episode, yo. Like, Very super special excited. guest. So a good friend of the podcast and also super talented, multi-talented artist, Dating back. Yo, we've been we've been tight since for a while. Birth. So, since birth. Dating back yo, since birth. She, been, she was born this she way. She's been stunting on motherfuckers for a while. I, I can say that for sure. No, yo, Slick Nick, welcome to the wow. smartest guys yo, in the room. What an introduction. Thank Let's you. Let's give a round of applause for Slick Nick. All the way from Brooklyn by way of the Upper West Side nowadays. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean? Recent uh, resident of... Hey. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Yeah? Despite, you know... The world? How are you guys? Despite the world? world. <laughs> We're in unprecedented times. Yeah. Can no. times be precedented for once? I mean, no like... Never again. No. I, I could go without hearing that shit. Ever. Unprecedented? Straight on. Straight yeah, on. unprecedented. I can't wait for it to be precedented again. Yeah. Was that what you were saying before? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just can't, didn't like, sound I, that way. Sorry, yeah. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing oh, was the same God. for real. Nothing was the same. Shout out to Drake. Yeah, shout out to Drake. Shout out to Drake. That is, uh, this is officially Drake weekend, by the way. I, I'm, I'm aware. Weekend. We're just living in it. Where we are just yeah. here. If you've been listening to the radio, you know that this is full on Drake weekend. He's just dropped his album, Certified Lover Boy. Now, <laughs> I think I might actually be the only one here that has listened to the album. Is that no. true? No, I listened to it. You listened to it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nick? I haven't yet, but not like for any reason other than, you know, like a, a flood. Okay, you know okay, I mean? yes. <laughs> Just Flooding things were happening. Yeah, I Flooding. had some things to handle, but I will listen. I won't. I won't. Don't, don't deny Drake. Go. I won't yeah, deny yeah. Drake. I mean, come on. Champagne poppy. How could I? Exactly. <laughs> so Word. the album dropped. I guess we'll, we, we may want to talk start about that. it. We may not. I don't know. Don't really care. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing my Calabasas socks that I bought about Ooh. six years ago. Very nice. Thank you. For yay. Oh, for yay. For Yeezy. For yay. For, for yeah. Donda Jr.? That's Donda. that's right. He also dropped an album about a week ago. Yeah. About a week ago. And Donda. 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 If, you, if you know, you know. Donda. Donda. Um, I don't know. You, you don't. I haven't listened to that either. But maybe on your next road trip, you will. Word. Perhaps. Or if you decide that you're feeling, you know, like going to church. Yeah, I'm not really much of a church lady, but <laughs> I will... Um, I'll still give it a listen because, you know, I have to be in the know. I have to, I have to stay young. I, listen, I, you see, but at this point, I don't think Kanye's making young people music anymore. He's just making... Straight gospel? Just straight gospel yeah. music. Whatever which comes this to this album was categorized as a gospel album. Oh, this one too? Let me tell you the genius. Kirk Franklin somewhere fucking <laughs> The genius... Punch in air. ...of categorizing this as a gospel hip-hop album. Who is going to beat Kanye <laughs> at the Grammys in the gospel category? Nobody. Yeah, we're This is what I'm saying. But, I, I mean, mean, this also is gives into the, the other reason we was talking before we, we, we ended up here <laughs> as to why certain people don't really, you know, promote the yay of it all. Yeah. Right. Nick, what yeah. are your thoughts on it? Um, Like my personal thoughts on Kanye or... Like... Why would one not want to support a Kanye? Oh, I mean, I could think of so a many, few reasons. So many reasons. Yeah. So many um, I think clearly, like, the fact that he's a megalomaniac. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not really into arrogant people, believe they're God. Um, yeah. 
That would be one reason. That's um, just one reason. That's just reason number one. Still there. <laughs> he um, supported Trump, I guess, or was in cahoots with Trump, and that can be a, another significant reason not to fuck him. Could be seen as problematic. Right. Um, and if you don't buy into the celebrity factory, Kardashians, that makes um, Shout yeah, out to I don't personally case. hate the man. I just feel like... Just over it. Yeah, I'm over like the... Yeah, I feel that. The grandiose, you know, statements. And like, I feel like he could just focus on what's music. I feel that. And, you know, I even gave like... I felt like his la- for me, his last project that I was like, wow, this is incredible. Just incredible art was the, you know, dark twisted fantasy. But like Life of Pablo, yeah, he had like, you know... One or two songs is undeniable is a hit, but yeah, one or two, right? But to say that about a Kanye album, in my opinion, yeah, isn't exactly. wasn't like typical. And then from there, it just got weirder. I kind of lost interest. But a fan of music, if it is as gospel as everyone says, it's probable I won't like it. Yeah, probably, probably <laughs> more, more than likely. But I think also, I think people collectively we've like lowered the bar for Kanye too. Like for for Donda to be for people to be like, yo. All right, I fuck with Donda, which I think I'm, I'm one of those people. He just had to avoid certain things where he's just like boopity scoop scoop. Like that's that's right. the level where I'm like, all right, Kanye. Like as long as you don't do that shit anymore, like I might <laughs> I mean, entertain. A little fun. But this shit was actually pretty good. Like compared to the last like three or four Kanye albums, like this okay. shit was well well above. Like production was there yeah. as always. The production was absolutely there. Okay. Um, I feel like there were a lot of critics saying that it felt the production felt old or a little dated. That's not mm-hmm. bad. Um, right. right. That's not necessarily bad. Exactly. I don't think that's necessarily bad. There were a couple of tracks in there that that did hit that experimental producer note, you know, um, which was cool. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed the album very, very much. Yeah. It's twenty six tracks, almost a two hour long album. Yeah. He could have done without, I would say, nine to ten tracks. Because it was okay. like part twos to tracks that were already on right. the album, and, right? And, and if he were, not to say he's not smart, if he whatever. Was, if he was smart. He was smart. He <laughs> might have just put the baby and Jay-Z on the same track. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A lot of people talking shit. Oh, my God, he took Jay-Z off of the track and put the baby on. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. He went mm-hmm. ahead and just created two songs. Yeah. But either way, either way. He could have done without without about ten different songs. The last ten songs on the album, I could have absolutely done without. But overall, I felt very, um, I felt saved. So respectfully, saved. I felt saved. How could you say an album is good in your opinion? Nearly half of it, you felt you could do without. <laughs> because I, I said respectfully, because I'm no, not no, even and, and to that's be a fine, dick. and that's fine. And the reason is, is because I also remember the time where we were coming from albums that were only 12, 13 tracks long. True. And so then when it started going to like 20-something tracks, I, I, I don't know who we have to thank for that. Chris Brown, Michael Jackson. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Whoever. One of them. One of those. Um, When it started getting past that, like, it just, come on. We don't, but you cannot deny when there's a solid 10, no, a solid 16, a solid 16 tracks on that album. All right. That's enough. That's, that's enough, enough Kanye. Kanye. Enough. That's enough Kanye. Enough. Enough Donda. Done. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I think, look, I think that's enough on that. But I will say, like, one thing that we, I think we could all agree is that 
we could do without the like the antics. Like I think that that's the shit that cheapens everything. Mm-hmm. The 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 marketing behind. The but but that's but that's art. Bro, you're not a wrestler, son. Like but that's, that's art. wrestling. But like, that's art. He's an artist. The theatrics are whole are all part. Yeah, of but like this is this is not less artist and more entertainer. Like this is look at me. Like I need the cameras over here. Like this whole shit with Drake now, son. Unnecessary. Completely, Completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. And also like after you do such a you know beautiful type of tribute to to your mom like you're gonna get messy on like yeah i, I don't know i'm just it definitely cheapens that right? i like, would say yeah. it cheapens the um memorial it's like bro you're I not gonna be trying to yeah you're not gonna be drake i i, I agree that's what you just different said. like they are respectfully geniuses yeah. in their own lanes it's a fact but that's enough kanye's not paying us so we don't got to talk about him anymore <laughs> anyway um we got into this so quickly just because yeah. I really wanted to talk about it. So, got, did, got it off I the did table. say nothing was the same, so I... I <laughs> yeah, <it off. laughs> that's really what we started Sorry about, about that. Um, we, we, like, didn't even address the elephant in... Or not the elephant in the room. No, just, no, no, no. The elephant is not in the room. The elephant's not in the room. He's not just, here to fucking... Just is not here. That's right. He's, he's out there uh, naked tanning in Florida. Shout uh, out to Just. just. Living his best. Yo, he's just been sending us selfies of his his shirtless selfies with his pepperoni nipples, like (laughs) sitting poolside with with his beautiful fucking hair just going down past his shoulders. It's so hard for me not to look at his nipples every time he sends me those pictures. Though, I mean, they were hilarious because he was like, he was definitely on some like. He was he was feeling himself. He was feeling himself. He was feeling himself. Yeah. I love Ray, I Razor love Ramon. I love, that. I love that for him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shout out to Just. Uh, he'll him. be here next time. But I think actually, um, you know, he he was looking forward to to having this conversation too, because he's also, you know, yeah. um one thing that he always said, he's like, yo, that would be really cool to do like nail art. I don't think people you know, expect that shit from me. That'd Crazy be fire. That would be, that'd that'd be so be. he could come work with me. <laughs> that would be really sick. I'd love to see y'all both together. You doing like a how to with Justin, yeah. like how to do nails, yeah, like how to do nail art specifically. We definitely are also an education center. Oh, really? So yeah. you guys do, how, how, how does that work? Um, it's definitely something that we're developing. Yeah, we had about 17 inches in our salon. Jeez. So. Yeah, um, but we are definitely just pushing through and getting back to no workshops. And then later, all levels, all types of class, nail prep, tap, art, and other things over there. Wow. Definitely meant it. be cool if you did that, yeah. Make sure to check them out yeah. at Art Nail NYC, people. Yes. On You're going to go nail ahead NYC. and get com. your nail art on <laughs> at Art Nail NYC. Yes. Art. It, it might look like he's pointing to nothing, but he's he's going to be pointing to something you when you guys see this. Watch. Watch. That That's what it is on, on, on IG? Yeah, it's ArtNailNYC on IG and ArtNailNYC.com. And pretty much that's like the way to book. So if you were looking to book, it's user-friendly and you could walk through it. But Instagram is where you would like. Yeah, and, and I know for sure, like you, you definitely book. You got a lot of appointments that are coming through and like a lot of different types of, of styles and and like levels of extravagance so like levels of extravagance <laughs> i like that actually right like i'm gonna so put that on my bio <laughs> um if you want levels of extravagance Hit me up. please see me um yeah that's not a lie i definitely um am booked pretty much i would say like three weeks out usually which is a blessing um 
But yeah, I do all kinds of things. I prefer to do things that are a little more niche and nostalgic or personal. Pictures of other nail art, like in no shade, no offense to that. And I'll, you know, more or less what people come in with, but I'm over like painting swirls through nails and like, it's pretty, I'm not trying to take from that, but I really like more interesting stuff, stuff that you wouldn't expect to see. A little bit now, more challenge. Now, how many people go into your DMs asking for like the most basic like i just want a french manicure do any does anybody yeah. ever do that um i get a lot of dms that i feel are just kind of like a waste of my time because respectfully i work out of a salon where that stuff gets streamlined so like you can speak to somebody and they'll talk you through what's on your net like i'm not the person to talk to like <laughs> i'm gonna well, i'm gonna walk you through you can do like, it at home <laughs> the link is in the bio you can certainly ask me like if i can do a style I don't mind DMs like that. Like, yeah. hey, I, I want to do this on my nails. Do you think you can do something like that? I'm looking to book with you. I love DMs like that. But when someone's just kind of like, you know, not, I feel like you're not respecting my time if you want to have right. a whole dialogue in my DM about like, hey, and so how much does this cost? And I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, I'm not going to barter with you. I'm, I'm going to go back and forth. It's just like, respectfully, I have plenty of people who respect the business of it because it is a business. Yeah. I'm not just like out here on my own in my house. Absolutely. And there's plenty of techs at home. I'm not even trying to say there's anything wrong with that, but there, it's actually harder to be a tech at home because you're dealing with the whole business on your own. You're doing yeah. the customer care. You're, you know, doing the appointment, the scheduling. It gets tedious. Um, so... Yeah, I'm not the person to kind of go all over that with. And I put as much information as I can in the bio so, like, you get it. But, yeah, I get a lot of DMs asking me about crazy things. A lot, a lot of prices. Like, and then when I tell them the price, yeah. when I used to, because in the beginning I was very, very humble, and I, I have to answer every DM. Like, that's rude. I can't <laughs> ignore DMs. And I would just... Um, Tell them the price, and they would. Oh, oh I oh. So, or someone oh, tell me like that's nails. too much, no. <laughs> and I'm like, you respectfully don't have to see me. Like I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But Word. let's talk. Let's talk about it. So yeah. what what is the range? What is the range that we're talking about? So people can get an idea. Um. All right. I'll say this before I say the range. Word. We all have things we like to spend our money on. Even people who don't have much money, we have vices. Whether mm -hmm. that be your drink. On the weekend, few drinks on the weekend. Um, a pair of sneakers here and there. A little right. weed. Shopping a little habits, weed. a little weed perhaps. Um, you know, we all have our vices, our things. And I feel like if you're getting something that you know after doing for years and years and years, the quality of it is better. I've never had the same experience anywhere else. I think there's something to be said for that. So you're going to pay a little more. Yep. You know, it's not just putting beautiful art on your nails. We literally care about your nail health. And you will see the difference in damaged nails. It's not just extensions. Like, if you're a nail biter and you're like, look, I just want to stop biting my nails. I just want to have some kind of growth. We've gotten girls and respectfully men back from that who have, you know, been like, wow, I've never had my nails look so good. And it's because the foundation is everything. You can put shit on a silver platter. You can say it's steak, but, like, it's not, you know, if it's not, and you'll see that over time. So between that and the level of art that we're doing there, I mean, I work with about 10 other women who are amazing artists, and you're just going to get something you love there. People say it's just nails, and it's so much more than no, that for some people. Sometimes it's their wedding nails. Sometimes it's nails they're wearing. They're about to be engaged, or 
we had a woman come in the other day who one of the artists, Michelle, that works with me, she painted like a cartoon version of this family member who had passed and like that's super personal to you and to see people walk out with like tears in their eyes or you know wear something to a special event it, it really does it impacts you as an artist and you feel like what you're doing brings joy and the point of life for me that's yeah. big nails yeah. nails are so important that's like as a as a woman specifically i think that's one of the first things that people notice about you is is your nails, you know, your, sure. your face and then your hands. Hands are hands are super well, important. Especially in a pandemic because our faces are covered now. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I would go with yeah. my nails, usually like cash registers and things like that. Clickety-clack. Like, yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's definitely clack. like you know? an extension of your, per like anything else, right? Like your fashion sense, it's an extension yeah. of your personality. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It's your um, style. It's your personality. You could tell a lot. I mean, at least I could tell a lot about people. Nails, their general. You see, that's how I feel see. about, and that's exactly how I feel about sneakers. I feel like yeah. I can really read and tell you about yourself, <laughs> depending on, on your you on, on your footwear. <laughs> I can tell you about yourself, and I can, you, you know, what I'm saying. Like, All right, what do my sneakers say about me? Right now, I've never seen those Air Forces before. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we got to get those on cam. Look at these them are, joints. These are okay. These are not yeah. crazy. Nah, those, like those right there, those are spicy. Those like are spicy because I never seen no uptowns like that. Before. And I'm kind of against like certain air forces being like custom because I feel like like <laughs> yeah. So those like, are, like those... you went to get them like air sprayed and those, right. those are custom. <laughs> no, no, these are not no, custom. They're not, these are off the rack. That's what made me like them. I'm like, ooh, they look bleached. <laughs> nah, these are nice. Those yeah. are cool. Those yeah. are cool. I like the I like the many colors there. But what do, what is what is like a certain sneaker say to you about somebody? I need to know. <sighs> So many things, man. It, it tells me, uh, number one, if you know how to dress. Number two, uh, if you care. Yeah. If you care. If you care. That's Now, are we talking the brand, if you care, or the level of cleanliness? The level of... the the. I think it's, it's a mix of both. Yeah. It's a mix of both. Because the thing is, you can have a pair of sneakers that you've had for five, six, seven years, and you're still wearing them. Yeah. And they're still fresh. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee that everything else you got on is going to be just as fresh. There's some people who can have a pair of sneakers for one year and just... Dog them just out. Yeah. Dog them. Just yeah. destroy them. And still wear them. And still wear them. Right. That's and true. that also tells me a little bit about yourself, too. And I question <laughs> your, your your cleanliness. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Like, I question what you do. How many showers you take in a week? Because I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. There's do you shit in the shower? Do you shit in the shower? <laughs> Shout out you to might just... look like... Not if, that, you know what I'm saying? No. Nah, because if you out here wearing black uptowns, black air forces, no, the black murderer, on blacks. Yeah, family. that's what I'm saying. You out here stuffing bodies and shitting in the shower. You why nasty, take, nigga. Why did it take so long for people shower. to come around for that? To, to, to shit in the shower? No. <laughs> Wait, on black? the black ups. Like, the black ups have been a sign forever, son. Like, Oof. I don't know why I that's... I just had this theory since I was a kid that black sneakers make your feet smell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, as soon as you slip the sneaker off, the, just, the green know. fumes just come... I know it come. doesn't make sense, but I just feel like in the summer, especially, like, your foot's hotter and it's a black sneaker. It's concentrating in there. It's all, just all, hotter. All bacon and wet. Damn. So I always was never... I always was never... I never was a uh, fan of the black uptown. I never was always. I never was never always was a fan always. of the... You know never what I'm saying? Nah, but it, it, it does say a lot. It says a lot about a person, you know? Yeah. If you wearing... If you a type that just wear J's all the time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. Probably got cool. jorts, too. You definitely <laughs> yeah. got jorts. Shout out to my niggas yeah. wearing the jorts out here. Yeah, if you only wear J's, you still wear jorts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely Because there's like... been so many good sneakers since J's. Like, oh, hell yes. yeah. It's a you fact. Know what I mean? It's like, a fact. 
Hold on. I like to see people wearing brands that you don't see often. So like yeah. New Balance's A6 and stuff like that. New Balance has been killing it for a minute. New Balance has been on a heater yes. been, for the past well, almost like two, two, 100%. three years now. They have been doing it. They were they're they're where Adidas was about eight, ten years ago. Yes. Or Word. even less. I agree with that. That's a good you know point. what I'm saying? I New Balance is killing, killing. Coming up. They they bring back a lot of their 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 just original styles. They're doing some some really just dope collaborations with a lot of dope designers. How do you feel about these designers stepping more on Tiaga? Like, like what the do you high think fashion. These, yeah, what do you think of those? I think that they have realized how the importance of street fashion right you know what i'm saying they understand that the individuals who are buying streetwear at this moment in time have enough money to actually afford the pradas the gucci's the balenciagas and all that other stuff so why not appeal to that audience you know so if that's your target you want people with money and it's understanding that like it's not just white people it's not just oh, right, you know right. that one percent it's everybody right. else because people in the hood Want to wear Gucci, Prada, Fendi? Yeah. They want to. They want to look good. Mm-hmm. Now, so cater to them in that way. So cool. You get into the sneaker game. That's fine. But make sure that you're bringing on talent. Yeah. Therein lies the problem. It, and and right. that's that's the thing. Yeah. So where I'll give Versace for example. Versace has done a great job at that. They've brought in you know designers of color. So for example, uh, Salehi Bemberi. He was he brought out those chain reactions, th- those chain mm-hmm. reactions, the two chains, you know what I'm saying, with the Cuban link mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. sole bottoms. Mm-hmm. That was him. He designed those. Mm-hmm. Those are those are a super fire pair of sneakers. And look at where he's at mm-hmm. now. He's kind of like independent. Yeah. He's about to drop a croc collab. He just wow. dropped new balance collabs. Crocs. You know, crocs. How did Yo, crocs, crocs making another Nike? Crocs. Yo, I wanna know why? Because our Whoa. our generation, millennials, we now a lot of us is is a little grown. We're trying to get comfy comfy now, son. Want to be comfortable because Jordans haven't always been that comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You suffer a little bit. Not a Jordan, but yeah, it's like Air Max 97. That's comfortable. That's a comfortable. A nice little silver bullet. That's comfortable. Like that's I was gonna say earlier about you. You mentioned like dirty shoes. I think there are some shoes that if they not kind of like. They tell a story. It can tell a story. Yeah, like there are certain shoes that like Air Max ones, for example, like. If you always got some clean, clean Air Max ones on, I'm questioning like, because mm-hmm. that's an everyday shoe, son. Mm-hmm. Like that's an everyday shoe. That's fair. And like, uh, like I don't know, like people I, who wear chucks. But I don't, that's like, the thing. And and like, yeah, hey, yeah, unless yo, you wait, chucks, unless you lifting weights, stop wearing chucks, you, yo. That's you're just a masochist. Like yo, chucks are for the. You cannot go a whole eight hours. Grave. A nah, day, you can't. A day, you really yo, can't. Your feet. Nah. Oh my God. Oh, I know your feet hurt when you got them. What was was the Comme de Garcon joint song? <laughs> yeah, a little hard. I'm dying for fashion. Yeah, you dying your right now. Heart. I know. You giving yourself a fucking it's bunny true. for fashion. That's why every chick that got Louboutins on, I'm like, I know you hurt right now. I gave yo. up the heels a long time ago. Very rare special occasions. <laughs> Very rare. Like where so I much. cannot wear a pair of fucking like he's with. Oh, but down, I guess. Now you see that very rare special occasion. I bet you're gonna pull out. Uh, you you gonna yeah, pull out surely, something? But it's not my favorite night. Like I can't wait to get back into whatever else. That's not a heel. It's not a heel. <laughs> I feel that. That's like um even Nike's the worst Nike I ever wore for my foot were the fucking Dunks, man. Oh, really? Man. I was a Dunk head I've heard as this a, a lot. teenager. I never dunks heard and this. blazers. And I was, I was killing about to myself. Say blazers. I yes. never wore blazers, but. I never liked the silhouette, but a dunk to put me. Yeah. 
Like, wow, that's I had to crazy. get rid of some blazers that I waited online for forever, like those milk crate shits. And like, I wore them once, and I was like, these are terrible. Yep. Yeah, they start hurting that yep. little bone right yeah. next to the pinky toe right here. That, that literally that gives you that. Apparently, you wear a narrow, any shoe that's narrow, it, it fucks your foot. Comfort above all, all yeah. else for me. Enter the dad shoe. Shout out New I wear some structures you know every day. I love Nike a new structures. Balance. See, now. That's my everyday shoe, son. What's, what's the, Ni- the Nike structure tracks the 91? Oh, I don't know. I think yeah. I know off. Let's pull up a pick. Um, I hope that works. I, we've it never does. done that before. We've never done that. Pull it will work. Pick. I love that. It will work. I really love that. Cute pick. Um, yeah, no, see, but, and, and I'm also going to understand respectfully what I'm about to say. Mm. I don't believe in an everyday shoe. No? No. I don't believe is in an everyday shoe. I believe that it's important for everybody to, as many people as you can, just have a rotation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Respectfully. A rotation is key. But, like, if you're running out somewhere, like, that's your everyday shoe. No, the no, shoe no, no, where no, no, you got to, no. like... When you're running out, that's your throw-ons. And oh. to the crock. So your guy's definition of yeah, an everyday word. shoe is different. Yes. For me, that's an everyday, sh- everyday throw-on, I- I'm going to run to the store real quick. Yeah. It's a crock or a slip-on van. Oh, okay. Those are my two. It's either I'm gonna throw on. I've never worn a van. Oh, never worn van? Really? Explícame eso. Kind of goes out of my um. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, vans yes. on New York. It's kind of yeah. I can see that. It's, it is very California. Yeah, it's I can a very see that. California. And I shoe. only ever wore Chucks because I felt like Chucks look good with um a Yankee jersey. So that's the only reason I ever wore a pair of Chucks. Okay. Okay. Wow. I never heard that. That was like 2005. <laughs> Of never wore a pair of Vans, yeah, because they're not New York. It doesn't like match the rest of my aesthetic. I feel like I would have to dress differently, but maybe not. Like maybe that speaks to people who have better style than me. You know, that's true though. You got to dress into like. I feel like it's a certain look with Vans you got to wear, and certain things I wear that like I couldn't wear this sweatsuit with Vans. Yep, that's fact. If you like, I feel like if you're from New York. Like you dress like yeah. oh shit that person's from New York right. Vans like you gotta dress into Vans but like that's kind of disrespectful to the skater community of New York because I know that's deep a word. It, but it even deep. still I feel like they wear more I mean they do there are Vans but I'm not I, I, I like a lot of for me I, I'm all about the classic silhouette so I'm a big checkerboard wow. slip on fan so mm. those I just feel like. You can live with those. They look great as soon as you pull them out the box. They're very, very clean. But then after years, and they start turning fucking Oh, no. You shouldn't have anything. That's like yellow. ones. I love them. You should those. never have ones after a certain, like... The ones? I'm saying, like, a pair of white, like, oh, ones. Air Force ones? Oh, Air yeah, Force yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've held on... So I've held on to my pair... I've had one pair of Air Force ones. But are they, ones. like, you do what you gotta, like, do shit in them? Nah, I don't. You I pull them won't. out once. I pull. I probably pull them out once a year. June 29th. I, I, that that's that's crazy, right? Like, I, cause I can't wear a white. I can't wear uptowns. Just like that's yeah. a that's a that's a throw on on a Wednesday. You gotta, like, first, you gotta find your headband. You yeah, know you yeah. Put it. I gotta get my wristband. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, <laughs> you lot of things that go wristband. into putting on white on white. Your three X UNC jersey. Yeah, I'm putting on a wife beater. There's a wife beater that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Tank top. I'm sorry for those who don't um, refer to it as a, as that. But right, right. But yeah. You can't say that anymore, right? I know. That's wild. Yo. You can't even say <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't. Sorry. It took me a minute to process what yeah, you said. Man. You can't say that. Wife actually. beater isn't okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, but, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's true. I mean, I, I like a lot of just... I like to see people wearing diverse 
having yeah. a diverse rotation. Yeah. You know, like, and it's true what you were just, uh, just saying before. Like, there are certain kicks that, like, you could beat them up and still wear them because you know that there's a story behind it. Yeah. And, like, also depends on how you dress the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, a pair of ones. And what are you doing with them? Exactly. Like, where are you going exactly? So, a pair of bread ones that I've I've had forever, forever that are, like, yellow-soled and, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they talking out here. You throw on a pair of just brand-new cream laces and then just throw on a regular fit. Yeah. Like you didn't really care, just some jeans and a plain tee. You got a fit on. That's true. And you got a story because you've had those for years. You've gone through it. My feet, I have those, those bread ones that I'm talking about right now. Yeah. The only reason I'm giving them this much time <laughs> is because I bought them at eight and a half. I'm a size nine. Damn. So I've suffered and I've stretched those motherfuckers Stick out. Take the sole out and everything? No, nah, like, I never did that. Oh, no? Never did that. I can't, I can't raw dog it. I can't raw dog <laughs> a sneaker. Unless we're talking about not wearing socks. It's I used a to, whole I do different that a lot. fit. It is a whole different fit. It's a completely different yeah. fit. It hurts. Too much. Too much. Can't do it. Never too much. Never too much. <laughs> never too much. Mm. I don't even know how we got here. No, that was a good conversation, Sneakers. though. That was a fantastic conversation. Because so, you say you could tell a lot about I myself. can tell a lot. Yeah, that's true. Wait, wait. I, 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 t- I tend to agree with that. So, wait a minute. I don't want to distract. Because <laughs> there was a question that was asked that was not answered. Here. Oh, sorry. What? How much we talking, Nick? How much oh. we talking? <laughs> What's the range? Don't give us a precise number. Um, What's the range we talking this? So the range, um, anywhere from at least. Wait, wait, wait. What was that last number? Four hundred. Four hundred. Cuatrocientos. Four hundred. So that's like if um. So basically, I only use Swarovski. Okay. Shout out to okay. Swarovski. There's nothing like it. <laughs> um. I mean, it's basically they're cut in a way that it's like a, a diamond, damn near. Yeah, yeah, the crystals, yeah. you know. And they are very expensive, even as a business, as you know, wholesale. So I'm not gonna lose money on a set just for you know. And some sets, if we're doing like a fully encrusted nail, that's 200, 300 stones. It's gonna be yeah. about a four hundred dollar set, you know. Whatever. But like I said, man, people spend money on what they want to. And a lot I of people that. want fly shit on their nails. Yeah, what's the What's the lifespan on like? So that's the that's the thing too. I wouldn't even feel confident talking about price and keep your nails healthy, which is the most important part of it. So even a set like mine, I mean, I've had this set on for over three weeks. I went hiking in the rainforest in Puerto Rico, like nice. kayaking, motherfucking snorkeling with these things. Like, I don't want to hear shit. Gotcha. Those you are the ACG nails, bro. You, you know, you just got to, there's ways to use your hands. It's a lifestyle for real. There's things you just do a little smarter. We like to say jewels, not tools. <laughs> That's how you treat them. You know, I'm not trying to like MacGyver shit with these nails. But um, I, I have a lot of questions, specifically not about just having long nails as a female. Are you going to ask how women yes, wipe yes, with yeah, them? Yeah, 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 I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask because so that's I never like, thought about that. I, you never thought of, I always think about that. That's the, one of the most annoying questions simply because... I'm here to annoy. I've never known anyone to wipe their asshole with their fingertips. fingertips. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, no. Are you really, you getting in there like... <laughs> you Remember when that dude got caught on? Because everybody I know does the like wrap paper around the hand method. It's the rat. Oh, so you do the wrap so paper around the hand. So we wrap around the fingers. We're never actually touching skin to skin. Yeah, never Interesting. Touch. Yeah. But how do you? And what? usually, you never touch if, if you're a decent person, you come in with a, a wet situation, yes. right? So like, yes. yeah. it gets handled. We're never um, 
Again, jewels, not tools. We're not we're not getting in there like that. So you just you just um, alluded to something kind of interesting. You you use the wraparound method. Yes, I think a lot of women at least do. Yeah. Wraparound. You use the wraparound. Yeah, because even you if don't you have short nails, but I, I know. I know the wraparound. Yeah, I've seen the wraparound. Why would you want something all in your nail? Like, yeah, you're gonna avoid that type of situation. So you're wrapping around. What what method do you use, Jeff? Um, multiple fold apply and then hit a wipe after. Wait, but like even when you fold though, are you not laying the paper yeah, well, well above your well, table? Oh yes, yes no one's yes, putting yes. it like yeah. right here but, but and hoping for the best. Here's a, the thing. Here's this the is thing. A nightmare, son. Listen, huh. this is so personal. So, I didn't know we were going here. This is where we are right now. Welcome. Uh. So, so me personally, the method that I use, I like to fold diagonals. So I'll get about five. You in there five doing origami, origami for your ass? Like for real? I'm just saying. I feel like he that's. Said, the, we're gonna go with the cream today. <laughs> I feel I feel like that method has the perfect amount of coverage. Mm, all right. Okay? okay. Because it ends up looking like a pocket square when you wipe your ass. So you're getting you're getting both sides um, as I you go. Done. So regardless of the fact, my point is you're folding it, you're folding it, it's now in your palm and you gotta juggle this. Oh. You gotta juggle this on your palm. Why as why a, are we juggling? Why are we making things dangerous? Because you don't want it to fall. What if what if the what if it just what if a wind comes by and just blows the tissue paper you off your hand? strong bathroom wind. I mean, I, I got to leave the window open. Oh, uh, my God. This is the reason also why people, y'all should get strong ply toilet paper, son. Stop getting that or, fucking... Or, listen, listen with that Mark the Mark Howell bullshit. You yo. don't love like, yourself. Yeah, love your asshole a little bit, hey, son. yo. That's I'm just saying. That's fucking scratchy. But that's a fact. You got to, like, be nice to it, son. Like, that's You might as well take, like, the... Sneaker box tissue paper. Yo. Like, that shit is just raw Rough. and crunchy. Like, I don't want that near my skin ever. Uh, Rough. We, 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 uh, we springing for the angel soft. Yeah. <laughs> two, two plaza must. I, listen, I, I don't know about y'all, but like, my mom is very old school. She still uses one ply. I don't Scott, know. Right? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Scott, one ply. <laughs> I don't know. I don't they get it. They can't shake it. If they can't shake it. I don't the get it. I, and I told my mom I, last time I was there, you know, and I, I used the bathroom with the door open um, <laughs> when I'm in my mother's house. And, and I said to her, I was so like, why are you living like her. this? But Terrible because, I mean, I'm an only child. I, 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 I don't, I don't oh, know. So yeah, spoiled. I mean, spoiled it depends little, on your level of spoiled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What's the definition of spoiled? I mean, no, I said it de <laughs> depends on oh. your definition of spoiled. Um, I was not. Okay. My mom just brought me fruits to my room every day, you know, on a bowl, <laughs> on a fucking that's tray. Not that's not spoiled. That's love. She wanted I've to make sure that I was such I, happiness. <laughs> it's nutrition. <laughs> it's nutrition. That's it. My point is that I'm used the bathroom door Trish. open. I asked her. I said, "Ma, why are you living like this? One plied out, because you know how many extra I gotta. I gotta yeah. really pull that roll yeah, in order so to I'm... do my method because it's a lot of paper. Yeah, you know." Yeah, it's then. But she, she's like, no, no, eso me sirve bien así mismo. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know that it, it could be so much softer. Like, there's a, there's a better, there's a better world way. out there. It, it's a it softer is. world it's out there. It's different. It's different. We don't gotta tough. live like this no more, she mama. She's tough. tough. She's tough. That's a tough. That's a tough <laughs> lady. Tough. I mean, got tough. Got tough. It's. They should have just made the commercial just based off of that right there. Right. That's the insight. Scott tough. But, but that's not a good one. catchphrase for it. Like, you don't want that to be your... Probably not. They're leaning into it. Right. <laughs> 
I still don't know how we got here. Yeah. Anyway. This, is, this um, might be the worst one. Probably. Probably. Right. But, but Because you said your questions for long nails. So I yes. knew the first one would be that. Yes. What, what are other <laughs> long nail questions? I what are the things that you can't do? Okay. Getting your card out the fucking ATM or the Metro <laughs> card. I know there's an app now, but I'm old school. I still won't get the Metro card app. Yeah. There's a Metro card app? The, yeah. You yeah. just like oh, put shit, the little right, thing right, to the right. thing. Man, I'm there like pinching it. And they, they make tweezers. They make like a whole thing for it. But I never have that shit. And I'm just, one time I had to ask a lady to get it out for me. Damn. And, um, oh, God. What else can I? That's really it. Besides that, I could type fast. I mean, I box with nails. I hey. like I said, I just went. So yeah, yeah I do it all. Art nail NYC. Right. Art nail NYC. They'll make your cuticles train last. You. <laughs> now, now let, let's let's not be, that. <laughs> we we, we I, I want to just jump straight into it. Not that yeah. we haven't already been in, in it for for a minute. Right. Yeah. In it for a minute, isn't it? Um, shout out to Top Boy. Uh, but Nick, this, 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 this artistry, this art form, this didn't just happen overnight, yeah. no. but you also, this is kind of like a newfound thing for you. It's definitely a new career for me. Um, I feel like I've been creative forever. Um, I definitely was always the one in the family to like, want to entertain, put little shows on and I would like f try to force, force my brother to be a part of them. <laughs> And um, my dad was really cool about letting us have, like, camcorder at the time. You know, it was all VHS, big-ass thing. And we just would, you know, go crazy with our imaginations. We would try to recreate <laughs> shows and shit. So it started doing things like that. And in school, I felt like I was always most excited and excelled in, like, art class and music class. And um, I never really felt... Like, I could call myself an artist because I thought that was something you had to be, like, actively doing or being paid for to be considered such. So, you know, and I, it's like, if I'm being um, fair, I didn't really think I was doing any art at the time that was, like, significant or original. Right. You know, it was a lot of, like, oh, I really love this character. Like, I think I remember watching some shit on Nickelodeon. And it was like, you could draw, like, Hey Arnold. And I was like... Oh, okay, I could do that. That was easy. And yeah, like I'm good at copying shit, but I never really felt like I was doing anything that was really showing that I had a level I didn't have. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I got kind of really complacent in life with the Oprah as job. I was just getting by on that. And something, I think, you know, everyone comes to a point like you just kind of question, what is, like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, what, what's what going to be the future? You know, because I think when you're young enough, you don't really care about that. Um, or you don't think about that because you feel like you'll be young forever and all you have to do is go to school. And once, you know, real life kind of hit me, I wasn't really um, a person who went to school. I dropped out of high school. I really was not, you know, studious at all. I was really good in art. I was really good in music. And those were, like, the only credits I had. And I had to be signed out of school. My father pretty much was like, well, you're going to have to work if you're not going to go to school. And um, I started working as a medical receptionist, and I was really good at it because I've always been good with people. I've always been um, really like, you know, take anything I do with like a level of pride. And I just started getting so miserable doing that um, and felt like there was no other option for me, my age or the lack of education. And I think it was just a combination of like being sick and tired of it um, and 
knowing that like I had a gift, but I didn't know where to like challenge it. And I had done like internet radio. Yeah. I had painted canvases. I had done artwork on other things. I had like dabbled in music a little bit. But that, none of that really ever felt like I'm on, I'm on the right path and this is what I should be doing. And I gave up on all. And so being sick of work um, <clears throat> and just deciding, like, I always had an affinity for nail art. You know, someone did dope shit on my nails. And um, I couldn't get appointments with girls that were on Instagram like myself because they would be, like, either super booked or they were working for themselves and were, like, they put a cap on the clientele they would take. And it was just me, so... I said, maybe I could nails. Like, what? Yeah. what's it going to take? So I started looking into it. I went to Christine Valmy. It's actually a cosmetology school in Times Square. But they do a program just for the nails, which is kind of rare because usually you have to do the whole cosmetology with esthetician, you know, hair. And I didn't really have interest in that. It's also, I think, like three times the amount of hours you need to get to be licensed. And it's really expensive, like $10,000. And for me, that was like, really fucking out of you know it's a lot of money when when you're living check to check you can't even fathom like ten thousand dollars for anything so my program was clearly much cheaper it's 250 hours and i just had like this epiphany at school that like i really love to do this and i wasn't even any good then i just loved like felt- figuring it out and um seeing myself in real time excel it and affirmations are big you know i feel like whatever it is you do if you're around people who are already doing it it's so important for that feedback for people to tell you like yo you like you're good at this keep at it because mm. i think yeah. a lot of time without that we don't see it in ourselves and you kind of need someone to see that in you first. and that's what happened to me it's and i was tired like i was still working at the hospital from monday to friday nine to five and then I was going to school Saturday to Sunday, 9 to 5. And I just would get this second win on Saturday morning where, like, normally I wouldn't even want to wake up mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning. Like, this is my day off. I'm just going to lay here for hours. And I just would feel this, like, energy of, like, not nah, doing something good for you. Even if it doesn't pan out, like, it's good for you right now. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's so many other things to say about that time. I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but... No, 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 we... we. Uh, yeah, like, I was going through probably one of the worst times of my life, and, like, I was technically homeless. Like, I never was on the street, but I didn't have my own place. The place I was supposed to move, something happened, like, a week before I was supposed to move in, and it was a nightmare, and I really oh. struggled at that time. I was kind of staying, um, you know, on friends and family's couch or extra That alone is hard enough to, like, overcome and, you know, because you feel like you're never, you're getting nowhere fast. And yeah. you're like, damn, I'm working, I'm busting my ass, but I'm what's perceived to be a bad situation, you know, mm-hmm. could be worse. I know people who don't have that type of, like, I was lucky even though I was down at the time. And, yeah, it didn't look like I was going to be full out. And I've had a history of, like, failing at school or procrastinating or, you know, putting shit off to the side and thinking I could get back to it. But something just, like, fueled my fire to, like, stay with that. And, um, yeah, I graduate school. And I still don't know what that's going to look like. Like, um, where am I going to work? What kind of money am I going to make? I was really lucky enough that some girl randomly on Instagram graduating. That's also why I don't believe in people be like, oh, stay low. Don't show people what you're doing or like build in silence. No, fuck that. Mm -hmm. Because there's community on the internet. Yeah. Like, it's not, it it, it is what you make it, I feel, social media. 
So if you just want to portray this perfect lifestyle and you're doing it, cool, and that's dope for you. But I like to show that I'm doing it, and I like to show how I did it because that is what makes people reach out to you, offer you help or ask for help or be inspired in some way. And a girl I didn't know from a can of paint was like, yo, I see you just graduated nail school. I know this dope salon in the West Village. Like, you'd probably be a great fit. I don't know you. <laughs> How do you know I'm a great fit? Like, yeah. Just from seeing dope. what you've been posting. Just from seeing from what school. I've been posting. Right. I could be a terrible person. But you're like putting, extending this olive branch to me. I jump on it. I hit up um, the person who's Sataya. She is the, bar, the owner of um, Art Nail. And, uh, you know, she's clearly a very busy person and was just like, what are you looking to do? You want to work here? You want to be trained here? And I was like, both, everything, whatever. Like, <laughs> I want to get involved I'll scrub in some industry. toilets. Just show me how to yeah. do the nails. I won't scrub toilets. <laughs> I won't scrub toilets. <laughs> However. I would scrub toilets, though. I did I that. Like, respectfully, so I also, this is also, I feel, a big part to mention the story. I have no shame in mentioning I'm 30, I just turned 36. I didn't Happy figure. Happy fucking birthday. We're two August babies. Shout out to y'all. Hey, Happy birthday. When are you, August what? 27. Hey, I'm the 6th. Oh, August is Leo. Yes, Leo's. So, yeah, um, I didn't figure this shit out until I didn't have that epiphany until I was 34. So, I feel like that's also a testament to, like, don't limit yourself, you know, especially society. I think these pressures on us to be at a certain place at a certain age, and it's just not the same path for everybody, you know? Um, but I struggle with that for a long time. It's easy to feel like you're um, not living your potential when you are at a certain point. And um, that's where I was. And so I had reached out. She asked me what I was doing, willing to do, whatever. And um, I went for an audition. And I just really was blessed after that to been able to be a part of that team. Um, what I will say specifically about Satya is that she's completely self-made. She started that salon by herself in 2017. She came from California, no real knowledge of the city, and just figured it out and started in Chelsea Market in, like, standing in, like, a not even 10 by 10 area and just got it out the mud like that, got her salon, and um, we're in the West Village. And really, just in the t short time I've been there, which is November of 19, um, has built up that business to where we have 10 other techs now we started with like four and we need a receptionist it's just it's beautiful and yeah. you know even more so how resilient we've been through covid and just how much my life changed i mean i went from working in medical offices and um you know having to wear business casual shit and be very professional to i mean and don't get me wrong there's a level of professionalism i still carry with the industry i'm in now it's just like I can actually be a person. I could be an individual. Yeah. I don't have to um, just discuss business as usual. You know, I get to wear what I want to wear, be myself. We're a very liberal salon. There's not really much talk of the um, right in there. Mm. So, you know, it's of like-minded type of people. Um, we are very community-oriented as well. Um, we respect our neighbors and, you know, people suffered during COVID. And we just came back harder, like, I'm really proud to work there. Um, and my talent really developed over an insane time for everybody. I had been four months into the salon. I was still doing really basic things like, um, you know, one color or very minimal shit. I was nowhere near doing the art on the level I'm doing now. And I had just 
been in quarantine, like, practicing, doing shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do stuff that, like, speaks to me. Like, I probably know no one's coming in for a um, Only Built for Cuban Link set. <laughs> so that was the first set I did where, yeah. like, I really challenged my skills. I was like, maybe I could paint and do that. Pull up the pick. <laughs> New stuff. And I did. Um, and it was incredible. Like, I even sold that set to a man who just wanted them for, like, his decor, like, yeah, his hip-hop yeah, no, decor. He wasn't going to wear them or nothing, so I framed them for him and sold them to him. Far. And that's when I, like, really realized, like, I could make a lot of money off this skill. Like, I was thinking so small when I started. I was like, I'm happy just to do, like, a perfect French. I'm happy to... And I knew, you know, because the industry has changed, I knew I wouldn't be doing it for pennies. But I just didn't really know the, my like my potential, yeah. and I definitely built that over quarter. The rest is kind of history. That's, yeah, it's, wow. it's pretty great. It's That's pretty amazing. fucking great because yeah. uh, to see you know, especially again, how long we've known each other, like literally, you've done it all, and like seeing you find that that niche or that niche is like. It's super inspiring, honestly, because, like, I think that's, like, the hardest thing. We were just talking about this shit. Creatives have a really hard time at finding, like, exactly what, what their calling is and what it is that they're meant to be doing because they're pulled so many different ways and, and can express themselves in so many different ways that it's, like, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, sometimes you just find that one thing that you're just like, nah, I can't let this go. Like, right. It's it has, just so it's like strong. An itch. Yeah. And you don't, you don't understand until you actually feel it. Life is fucking hard, you know? Yeah. And I think you get caught up in that and dreams are sometimes just dreams. And especially if you grew up hard, um, no one really no one really um, helps you realize that dream. or Not so much help, but it's just not tangible. Like, yeah. if you come from a family where no one has really been an artist or no one has really, like, gone to college, it's hard to see yourself going past that or Absolutely. doing something different. You know, we really are mostly products of our environment. Mm -hmm. So it takes, I think it just takes that little bit of nerve or again, just being sick and tired. And it could be situations you create for yourself. You know, I never want to sound like, woe is me. I'll, people have it so much harder than me. You know, I, I've been blessed in so many ways, but I was truly unhappy and happiness is everything, Absolutely. you know, and it looks different to everybody. Yeah. What makes me happy may not make you happy, vice versa. But you have to fight for that. I, I think to give up, especially I had nothing holding me back at this. As far as like, you know, I don't have a family to come. It's, you know, having children is a whole job in itself. So you can't really be selfish. So I feel like it may have been a little selfish for me at that time had I had those. Yeah. But all you know, all I was giving up was another year of what a good time. What did I have to show for all these years of? doing what I wanted, having a good time, you know, nothing. Yeah. I was just making it. And just that that level of discipline to be able to kind of see it through. Because I think a lot of times, too, you know, when you're, when you're kind of on a path to something and you're trying really, really hard and you're kind of giving it everything, like, and sometimes you don't see immediate results, like, that shit is defeating, son. Especially, especially when you, like, are doing everything, yeah. right? Like, that... Right, the to, right way. Yeah. Well, what you're told is right, and, and you're then, not seeing the payoff that you're told you get. Exactly. And that's and why it's really so important, I think, for to understand that everybody has a different Yeah. Right? Like I think a lot of us like who are products of television, products of growing up in front of a TV and see, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. We yeah. have we're so programmed. And I think like, you know, we're we're about the same age. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've realized over whatever amount of time is that 
it's more it's just as important to unlearn as it is to learn. Yeah. That's most important you know? in my opinion. Because we are so we're we're really so programmed to to think that yo, there's a process for everything. And just because there is a process for everything doesn't mean that a new process cannot be made. Right. You know, and your journey is very unique to you. And, and you know, you could have done or be doing everything the right way. Yeah. yeah. And then no it guarantee. just doesn't, pa- it doesn't pan out that way. Exactly. You know, like same, you know, very different, similar, but similar. I was horrible at school. Yeah. And I was not, you know what I mean? Like, I just knew I had to go to school. Yeah. I knew that there was no... You, you, not going to college was not an option for me. Right. Because my product of the environment, my mother, my aunt, they all went to college. So to me, the bar was you just got to finish college and you get a job. Yeah. That's, that's what I knew. As you get older, you start realizing, yo, that, the, the idea of this, like, not going to college, it is completely plausible. Like, yeah. It is completely plausible, and you can be even more successful mm-hmm. than some of those individuals who did dedicate their time and, and you know, to whatever. And that's what a lot of parents, I feel like, are afraid to tell their kids. The reality is this, is that you got to give them... I don't want to say you got to give your kids the opportunity to choose, but at a certain age, like, you got to, like, let them know, like, it's all right. Yeah. You got to be there for them. Just not, yeah. not be their safety net, but you got to be there for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just me. I think, yeah, I agree. Right now, sure, well, I mean, no, I agree. you are also a parent, so I think it's relative. It's like none of us, the thing, and you learn this about your parents, and you learn this, I think, as a parent, I'm not, but I feel like it's only inevitable that like people really are individuals, and you could try to force someone into a box and make them, but again, happiness is everything. So Absolutely. it's like if you made your child or reinforcing your child they have to do this this way and be this with you know I've known lawyer I've read stories of lawyers of wildly successful people who drastically changed their life in their 40s 50s 60s just because that's not what they wanted to do anymore like that's what made them maybe you know secure financially but it's it didn't give them real fulfillment and I think if you have a child and you know you always want the best for your child but sometimes you know we we lack we underestimate the emotional intelligence of people, even at a young age, to kind of know what they want. Yeah, and yeah. I think when you hear that someone doesn't go the traditional route of education and whatnot, is that they're lazy somehow. And I truly believe, especially living it in the present, that you work even harder when you do what you love. Yeah. When you are the boss, when you are the boss, that's your shit, you work even harder because it's your baby. It's your, you know, it's everything you sacrificed for it versus working to make somebody else wealth, you know, and that works for some people. Some people like being in a, a box. Some people like the routine and the formality of things. And that's great. And we need those people. Right. I could never be a doctor. I could never be a fucking lawyer. Those are extremely difficult jobs that you takes a lot of education, you know, a straight path to do. But. There's also something to be said for people who are wildly successful doing it their own way. Yeah. And it does take a lot of hard work and that. Damn. This is this is probably the smartest episode we've ever had. <laughs> this, I, is, we, this is the pinnacle. This is what we've been hoping for. This is for. what we've been waiting for. Yeah. This is what you've it been waiting for. It only took 21 for. episodes. Um, but we're here. But not, listen. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, because like, it only took 21 episodes. But we've been trying to set this up since like 
Oh, for a while yeah. since since you were part of the the New York accent challenge, that yeah, was actually that's right. Yeah, that was actually when we were like, yo, bro, this shit is hilarious. So, so for those of you who recognize the voice, <laughs> recognize the voice. This is this is a celebrity in her own oh. right, not just because of her her artistry, but also because of her talent of just being born. You was just born this way. You know what I'm saying? You got the most New York voice. <laughs> you got the most New York voice, and and, and I and I said, this is funny actually because before coming here, I was telling my wife about you, and and I said to her, I was like, Nick is probably the only other female that I know that speaks as like New York as you do. <laughs> my wife is oh, yeah. yeah, my Your wife word. is Puerto Rican, oh, from I East Harlem, it. I love it. you know, born and raised right in El Barrio or whatever, but she. Is like you hear her speak and it's like, damn, yeah. you from New York. From yeah, New York. yeah, like, yeah. You hear that, you <laughs> know? Like every time she's talking to me, I feel like she hates me. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's mad at me mm -hmm. all the time. Damn. It's like, damn. It's a love language. For you sure. know? And like she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, all right, cool. You I'm, know what yeah, I'm saying? That New York, yeah. like we have a level of, ag of aggressiveness that is world renowned. It's like, like people, aggressive tenderness. Yeah, I don't it know. Is. Exactly. It's, it's, not, mean, it's not mean. It's just like, no. bro, what Because I will help anybody in the street. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I will curse somebody out for almost hitting me with their car. But at the same time, like, if I see somebody fucking struggling to walk the, the crosswalk or some shit, I'm going to help them. Yeah, I see is. somebody on the street, I'm usually going to feed them. It's like, we get this rap, bad yeah. rap for being uh, not nice people. Legit. It's like, <laughs> what can you do? Think about it. Like, everybody's like, oh, you, if you, you got to walk a certain speed in, in New York. Yes. That's a yeah, fact. You do. Because otherwise, you ever seen the, the Lion King, son? Yeah. Motherfuckers get trampled. Yeah. You don't walk. You don't want to end up like Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to end up like 42nd Street. Because no. you can. No. Yeah, it could happen to you. It could happen to you. So don't, you know, slow it's down. It's a sidewalk, not a side stand. That's hey. what I say. Put some pep in it. Put some pep on the sidewalk. You know yeah, saying? but I will say... The only thing I have about the New York accent thing is I just want to make it clear that I don't think that I have the best New York accent. And I only say that because... The humility. I think there's so many accents that make up a New York accent. Yeah. And so that's true. what's Facts. fucking ill about New York is that I am just as New York as the lady up in fucking, the, you know, in, in this the area. Bronx, yeah. in this area. Or, you know, an old Jewish man from Midtown or whatever, like... yeah. There's so many dialects <laughs> in the I, New York accent that it's like I'm honored to be considered, but like I don't think you could truly even crown somebody. They're just there's so many great ones. Harlem accents, I fucking love a yo, Harlem accent. I, I think that was the beauty of the whole challenge is that yeah. it painted that mosaic. It yeah. created that mosaic yeah. and you saw like it was like, Yeah, that's New York, but it's not you know, it, it's it's a different Right. It's place. not it's not just yeah. New, like New York is not one accent or you know you got to even hear. like your Indian yes. you yeah. know um, cabbies or food at the bodega, you right know I mean? like even that New York specific accent is like music to my ears yeah. I love them all I love them all <laughs> yeah it really it like this the accent really uh, it it does that it accentuates New York in a, in a way that makes it special because again you could be in brooklyn and your shit will sound completely different yes. than like it, it does in the and heights. even within brooklyn like there's so many parts brooklyn is huge yeah first of all it North could take brooklyn you an hour and change to get to one part of brooklyn from the other i've lived all over brooklyn i know yeah you know south brooklyn which is where i'm originally from is a specific type of 
excuse me, Brooklyn accent versus Dominicans in Williamsburg. Yeah. Versus, you know, um, there's Polish people in Greenpoint. Like, it's just... What's, it's what's crazy. Where, the, uh, where, the, where the, we fish at? Sheepshead Bay. There's like Sheepshead a big, Bay. Like, yeah. Ukrainian population right. around There's a lot of Albanians Very big out there. Yeah. Russian, um, Rush, Ukrainian Russian. community Still got a New York there. accent. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> a New York um, accent. So it's That's amazing. It's, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a great um, city to represent. I feel like we all do in our own way. But I was definitely honored to be a part of that. The ironic thing is that I used to be really embarrassed of my accent and would try to like, code switch so like really? at work yeah at work i would like really put on the so i'd be like good morning so-and-so's office um do you have um you know like do you have an appointment you need to schedule an appointment <laughs> like we're trying really hard not to sound a little like a sex worker yeah uh, <laughs> appointment i wasn't going like... for that i was not going for that but you know very like yeah not rough around the edges because unfortunately i felt like people um label me right away like oh this girl doesn't sound very educated or it sounds a little like too much from the street you know i felt like that was unfortunately associated with that accent or more importantly the like whole italian stigma of like mafia and like i don't fuck with none of that like i'm i'm very regular american italian like maybe i cook really good food but like besides that no, we're not like Gapagool Italian, <laughs> fist pumping Jersey Shore, none of that. Um, which respect to those people, but like that's not me. And yeah, I felt like if I spoke a certain way, I would get labeled that way. But it ended up working out for me. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit more about how this 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 world kind of opened up because you you kind of got brought in through Nico, New York Nico. Yeah, shout out and, to New York Nico. And so now you're you're kind of a part of this. Lack of better terms, a part of this ecosystem, this New York Definitely. Nico ecosystem, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah, so surely. tell us a little bit about that relationship and how how that kind of expanded. Because a lot so came out of that. I didn't know him at all prior to uh, entering for the accent contest, and the only reason I had really done that was because a lot of my friends were linking me and like, you, you got, you have one of the best accents, you got to do it, and I was like, all right. You know, fuck it. I had been used to... I'm a kid. I'm a child of the internet. You know, I was 16 when AOL was around. So I'm used to already putting myself out there for no reason, right? I did podcasts for a long time, too. Like, I clearly am a Leo. Like, so I like some level of entertainment, entertaining. And I said, fuck it. I'll just do this accent challenge. So did, like, a little spiel. I definitely handed up, hammed it up a little more because, like, my dad says things like lollygag and shit. And so, like... <laughs> In the thing, I'm like, yeah, people around here, this was when COVID just, this was in April of 2020, so we were just still figuring shit out. And I was like, yeah, I'm walking by the park, and motherfuckers are out there lollygagging, like, no no mask, like, what are you doing? So I also had my niece's um, bearded dragon, which I I fell in love with. I never thought I'd fall in love with a bearded dragon. She was it the whole time. But Frederick Frederick is my man. Frederick? Yeah, Freddie. That's mad funny. I sent sent, uh, a Jeff a screenshot (laughs) of that. (laughs) Was his birthday just passed or something? No, it was a while ago. It had the little hat on. It had the hat on. So I, I was like, you know what? That can only, like, enhance this video. Yeah. So I had him on my shoulder, petting him. You know, he's ch- <laughs> they are great. the puppies of reptiles, apparently. By the way, they're very like cuddly. They like to be, you know, they like yeah. attention. Yeah, they like yeah. The puppies of reptiles. The puppies the of reptiles. Puppies That's what of I heard. Reptiles, bearded. Never knew it. Um, 
So me and Frederick make our debut. And mind you, I'm still like homeless at this time. I was four months into the nail game, which now the world has decided we're Shut done. Shut down. This is so good enough. I have definitely like a crisis at that moment. Like, yeah. fuck, like, now, damn, I find my passion. I'm starting to excel at work. Now I'm excelling at home doing this crazy art. And this is it. These, these are the end of times. Like, are we ever going outside again? <laughs> I didn't know. So I'm depressed, rightfully so. I'm looking at these fucking, this video just go here and crazier. And then he started doing like a bracket. And I'm like leveling up in this. And I've never like been good at anything in my life. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe, but you know, nothing like uh, yeah. where I was getting too much humble attention. Over here. I don't know, man. It's something about like 600,000 people seeing you yeah. do something that you're kind of like. Holy shit. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Like, okay. Wow. So it blew up like that and I didn't win, but I ended up being like best in borough for Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah, yes. yeah. And just based off that, I was like, you know what? I'll probably never get attention on this level again. Let me like bring it somewhere like no one else can. So Nico hits me up and he's like, yo, New York Times is interested in what I'm doing. Like, we're going to do a Zoom call live with the New York Times. You down? And I was like, so now my little brain starts creative self and we're all going to be clacking our fucking accents. Some shit. Like some real fuck. So I go in. Brooklyn Bridge. I do the Greek coffee cup. I do a hot dog. I do the subway map. Um, and I do one with Nico's logo on. Kiss a little ass. <laughs> and... um New York Times, I did like the infamous Old English NY. Yeah, yeah. So they see the nails and they're like, wow, that's incredible. So the New York Times does it's. Oh, also, I was in the New York Times physical copy. Word. Yep. Not just my name, but my little face. Yep, we <laughs> Next that. to um, Malibu Mitch, who's a dope um, rapper herself. But that was fucking ill. Like, when was I ever going to be in the New York Times? And, um,. They did a whole feature on my nails, too. So I was like, this is sick. I'm so happy to do this. <laughs> and from there is where I think Nico really like said, all right, she's got this accent. She clearly has something a little special, but she's also super talented in what she does. So then he just started hitting me up with opportunity after opportunity. It was started with the, um, the Knicks commercial. He was like, yo, the Knicks have me directing the commercial. Are you down? Yes, of course. <laughs> Mind you, let's. I'm going to make it so clear. I am not, I'm just not a sports fan. Got you. So people immediately thought like, oh, you must be a super Knicks fan. I'm like, I promise you I'm not. <laughs> and it's I only because you. I don't know the game. Yeah. But I was, you know, I'm not going to front. I was not a, a, a Knicks fan per se, but I'm a New York representative. Like, course, I don't nice. fucking really know baseball like that, but I will always rep for the Yankees. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's in my blood a little. My dad's a diehard Giants, Yankee, Ranger, Knicks. Nick fan. That's it. Those are the four. That's, that's the combo, yeah. That's it. <laughs> so I have to love him even if I don't. And that was probably the biggest um, moment of like, damn, girl, you're on the right path. Because here I am, not even a year into my field. We got shut down with COVID. And I'm about to be in a Knicks commercial, not only for my accent, before my nails. So Amazing. that was like a huge opportunity for me um, doing that. And then he used me again in his, um, he direct, he didn't, direct, he was part of the Biggie and Kith. Um, the die capsule that dropped. The capsule, Kith. yeah, with yeah. Kith, which again, just another amazing opportunity. I mean, being from Brooklyn, Biggie being like 
this bigger than life figure in all of our lives. I mean, I've never been really religious. To me, Biggie has been like that saint. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. revered as like this holy figure. And yeah. I mean, rightfully so. He's Absolutely. he was amazing. He, you know, he invented the Ten Crack Commandments. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hello. Come on. Everybody knows at least one Ten Crack Commandment. <laughs> at you least know? one. At least one. But you know, just legendary in itself. That um, I would do anything with Nico. Um, I trust his vision. I respect him as a person humanitarian which he very much is um and it's like i would do anything with him but just the fact that that was somehow involved involving biggie and when they first brought it up to me i was they were like yeah so we're gonna like lip sync juicy and i'm like fucking yes they're <laughs> like do you know the words and i'm like I know do i know the words like front and back so <laughs> i thought we were really lip syncing but when we went to shoot it um he's like no i want you like rapping that part in your voice and i was like all right you guys know I sound like a chipmunk, right? <laughs> me, me, so, me, 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 me. But it was it was fucking ill. I mean, come on, his son was in it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you would ever told me, like, yeah, one day you'll be in a commercial with Biggie's son, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, I... Ooh, maybe. <laughs> um, but even that, I did this really crazy Biggie set for that. And again, just kind of keep testing myself, my limits as an artist. Um I just feel really, really, really lucky, you know? Um, they say if you love what you do and never feel like working, I don't think that's accurate. Um, they feel I work my ass off, yeah. but there's such a reward. At the end of it. Yeah. At the end of it. The same path for everyone, commercials, but I think it truly speaks to the fact that this is something I'm, I spent a long time in another field and didn't really climb anyway. So to climb so um, steadily, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, word. Now, I have a just... Random question. Yeah. When it comes to nail, plus traditionally in this field, I always see Asians. You not being of Asian descent, mm -hmm. has that benefited you or in any type of way? Because there is like some uniqueness to the fact that there's this non-Asian person doing nails. I wonder is she any good or she must be really really dope. Has that ever come across? Has that ever? Have you ever felt any type of shade from the that community or or anything whatsoever? Um, I I don't know if I felt shade as much as I felt that um, it's unexpected. People do find it a little interesting that you'd pick that something up like that that is predominantly you know been cultivated by Asians. But the real truth behind all that is is nail art nail extensions nail color really comes from egypt and that mm. those are really the first people who were doing that and like a few other things asian people kind of just made it their own like they right. elevated yeah. you know what i mean they yeah. capitalized on it like tex-mex food right so truly truly egyptians are to be credited with the um the art form right However, yes, of course, it, it's been a heavily um, Asian-ran thing, but I don't say I wouldn't say I've felt like um, any negative effects. It's definitely more of a surprise. Like when I go into certain, I still go into salons to get my feet done. Doing your feet, I don't care how good you are, is a bitch. I want to, you know, it's my relaxed time too. So I go get my feet done, and it's predominantly Asian salons, and they'll see my nails usually and be like, "Oh my God, your nails are so nice. Where do you go?" When I tell them I do nails, it's really met with like, no, you Word? don't. Like, <laughs> wow. like you didn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But when I start breaking down like technique and product to them, then they know what I'm talking about, and they're like, 
then they usually try to ask me to work for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't say it was met with, met with much hate. What I will say is that there's been a need for a change in that industry for long. Typically, your experience going into a traditional salon would be you go in, you immediately, you know, you don't even say hello. They're like, pick a color. You pick a color. Maybe you want to design and you show them. Maybe they could do it. Maybe they can't. But there's never a clear communication because of the, you know, language barrier. And you kind of just get what you get and you don't get upset. And that's in regards to, like, nail damage, things that we become accustomed to as patrons that, like, you think is normal. But going to nail school alone just um, taught me about sanitary conditions that, you know, you just can't fucking play with. And when I think back to experiences I had at salons, I'm like, wow, that was really bad. That was really unsanitary. That could have ended up bad for me, and I've been lucky. But plenty of people have gotten funguses and really terrible things happen to them from those experiences. So I think it's really nice to kind of, um, you know, usher in a new normal. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to have a clear dialogue about your nails. I'm going to educate you about your nails and, you know, really show you that the proof is in the pudding. And again, back to pricing, like I wouldn't even feel comfortable working at a salon that would charge those prices if the quality of work and art wasn't at the level it is. Yeah. See, and that's, that's big. Because the first thing I think about is like, yeah, shit, you know how big of a marketing tool you are? Just you yourself? Like, your personality is, is larger than life. You know what I'm saying? Your art form, your artistry, your talent is amazing. And now, if I owned one of these salons... Like here uptown, you got a lot of Dominicans that, that do nails, and I love that. And I that's love to and that's that. really really dope. Like I know when when the nail lounge opened a few years ago over here, yeah. that was a very big yes. deal uptown. Yep. You know, and like shout out, I I don't know the the woman's name, but she's a business owner. She was killing it, and still killing it. Yeah. So it's it's really dope to be able to see like you know our like us you know what i'm saying like somebody and that you just see all the time be able to communicate with them clearly and like you said the whole education process you're creating a whole new um idea of job for younger when younger people yeah whoever um because it's not limited to just really it's just kind of showing you there's another avenue for you you know you you could do nails too you could love nails and be passionate about nails and be involved in nails and I mean, sky's the limit. Whether you want to be working in a salon like I am, or you want to work for yourself, or you want to travel, or you want to be in education, um, there's editorial. I mean, sky is truly, truly the limit when it comes to this career. And if you're lucky enough to be in a salon like we work, I mean, I'm respected as an individual. My time is the time I want and make the schedule I want. Um, that doesn't mean I don't have a level of responsibility or you relying on me being there when I say I will, but... I truly get to be an individual and back to the like my personality being wrapped up in it when I started I thought I had to be like everyone else and make a separate nail page from my page and my boss was just like first of all you already have a following on you. people who either already follow you and like you or are drawn to you are gonna want to come get their nails done by you and then people who do your nails for the you see or meet the first time doing nails will follow you and kind of be drawn to you in that way too. And it kind of just feeds the other. And then especially, you know, I would have never known I was going to go viral with the Nico thing. So that adding to it, it just, it brings a different level. Like I had so many people hit me up just about the nicknails. Like 
wow, could you do a basketball on my nail like that? And I'm like, sure, absolutely, you know? <laughs> I could do a hockey puck too, what I you could, want? Whatever you, you want to do. Um, but it definitely made people, I think, respect me more as an artist and not really even question like, oh, if I'm not Asian, I can see what you've done already. I know I'm confident that you're the person I want to either execute or whatnot. And I, I love that when people come into me, tell me they've either met, found out about me on Instagram or through Nico. Um, I just feel so lucky and humbled by that because they're already excited just to like meet me and I don't consider myself like any different than anyone else, you know? I feel like especially in New York, just in the circle of people I know, like we're all stars, you know? Like so many of us are stars in our own way that like I don't, I know I'm special, like I've always felt like that since a kid, but I don't think like there's not mad other special, special people, people yeah. around me. Like I feel like that fuels I didn't grow up where I grew up or around the people I did, I maybe wouldn't have had this. And I think that that it's probably that you're one of the few people that sees it. Like, yeah. that, how special. I think we don't get things from our people all the yeah. time. Like, you never started talking like a friend of yours, and not even on purpose, just by influence. Like, you know, like you're just around people and you pick up off of each other. That's yeah, why simulation. I felt like even saying I'm like the New York accent girl, like, man, my, I, my, it's what's weird about my accent is that. It's very much South Brooklyn, but my slang and shit is derivative of like so many. Yeah. I have mad friends from uptown. I have mad friends from all over the place that I've just picked shit up over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought you was gonna jump in with a question. I, no, I ain't want to talk too much because I can keep. I can keep <laughs> no, talking. I, I, Jeff probably feels like he knows me, so I he know. Ask right? I, like I'm, le- I'm here riveted, son. Honestly, <laughs> riveted. Legit. I'm here like, riveted because it's 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 very very heartwarming to see like you know, somebody that you, like, have known for a long time, like, traverse through all these different things and, yeah. like, do it, you know, do it with acknowledgement, right? And, like, do it successfully to, to an extent, right? And, like, have continuing that growth and pushing through. And I mean, like, nah, I found it. I mean, I've said it already in this episode, but, like, that shit is amazing and inspiring. So yeah, I wish that, for, I really wish that for everyone. Word. Um, I think some people give up too, and maybe tap out of life too early. Um, Because they think it doesn't get better, but it really can get better. And you have to, you have to do work at some level. You know, I could sit here and say, oh, I was a product of this and this happened to me and it did. But you really have the power to like push past that and fight for, fight for your happiness. You know, Um, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't fighting for a long time. I was not. I gave up. And it wasn't until I fought that changed for me. So I say that to anybody. Find that. Find what it is that makes you happy for that shit. Yeah. Love that. I love that. <laughs> now, now, Nick, what's next? What's oh. what? And when I say like, what's next? When I ask you what, it's not literally like what you about to do right. after this. Um, but I would like to know what, what you doing after <laughs> this. I mean, now you uptown and all that. Yeah, we're saying you. You're in the area. Are you an Upper West Side resident now? So yes. Like, what you actually be doing with your time? Um, when I'm not working, which is not often. I mean, I have my two days, but I end up like, I'm so dedicated to like really want to make people happy or provide something for them because they need it for whatever reason. I end up like working on my days off sometimes or like seeing a special client who will hit me up and I don't have bookings for like three weeks, but you know, they're a little special to me for whatever reason. Um, but I really enjoy, I mean, more than ever with everything we're going through as a whole just being around people I love. Um, I have some of the best best friends in the world, and I f- I'm really a big believer in, like, it's not where you are, it's who you're with. Mm-hmm. 
I could have a good time anywhere with the right people. You yeah, know? absolutely. So I, I usually frequent the same bars. I'm not really much of a drinker, but <laughs> something to be said just for being around music again and good company. My family, um, I love being around them, particularly my dad. That's that's my ace right there. <laughs> we like to golf and fish. And hey. I don't do much of either. I just like will chill with him. <laughs> Shout out I'm to Nick's great. dad. Yeah, Shout but he's pretty cool. Um, as far as what's next, though, I mean, I feel like, no matter what you do, um, put a cap on how much you could grow and learn in that. And I'm just learning more all the time. There's still things I can't do that people like, wait, you drew Biggie's face, but you can't do like a sit. I'm like, yo, it is what it is. <laughs> it like, is, Yeah, all right. Well, you want me to lie to you? <laughs> right, like, I, I can't, I got to trust the process, but. So you can't do the Mona Lisa on, on somebody's nails. <laughs> I mean, I did Monet's Water Lilies. Hey. Wow, so, look at that. Yeah, I think I could probably do Mona Lisa. That, But that's the beauty of it, like. I don't like saying no. I like to challenge myself constantly. Um, I think I grow from the people I work around, especially, like I mentioned, yeah. my boss. She's she's an incredible person. She's a mentor to me for real, and I never really had that. Um, and I just, you know, I just want to grow more with art nail and, of course, editorial stuff. I'd love to do more commercials um, where I don't even necessarily need to be in the commercial, but, like, if I'm doing nails for it, amazing Working with a celebrity wouldn't be too terrible either. <laughs> you know, a few months rent in one gig <laughs> sounds beautiful to me. Amazing. What are some, um, uh, have you had any like notable clients that, that you uh, like excited to? I don't really to... know if I'm allowed to say because of All the right. salon. All right. All right. Um, what do their names rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> what do but they definitely do? like people of their own, um, you know, successful in their own right. Like we get a lot of entrepreneur type of clientele, CEOs, nice. um, wives of really notable people relatives things like that so it's definitely in good uh company for sure but i don't know if i'm allowed to say exactly who. it's been cool i mean just literally it's a big um exchange of energy just sitting with someone sometimes two three hours at a time and i've met incredible people you know just sitting doing times it's for their weddings sometimes it's because they haven't had their nails done in a year and they're like Time to go it's out. Time. <laughs> so you just you, you kind of touched on it, but like, what's what's like the longest session you had to like just sit there? And... Oh, when I started, shout out like... to my best friend Jacina, Jacina Love. <laughs> when I started, she would sit with me, and I was doing acrylic then, which I know that's all semantics at this point, but acrylic I don't do now, and that's okay. a very long process of sculpting a nail, drawing a nail, shaping it. It's like a thing, and she would sit with me. Granted, that's my best friend, so you know we're we're doing activities in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're eating, yeah. you know, a little break here. Amazing. But that's why you gotta really be good people who that, like yeah. see that shit through. You know, hundred percent. Shout to her. Yes, seven no. eight hours. That's why she comes now and she gets whatever she wants. And <laughs> it's a way shorter Shana. session, but an average session, honestly, for me, is anywhere from two to four hours, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, because I mean, like, because we're not even talking just the basic, like, prepping the nail, putting extensions on, shaping that, da da da. That's like an hour and change sometimes itself. Yeah. So the work, the artwork itself, all it gets. I see it like, I see it like a tattoo almost. Like, if you get a a small tattoo, it's almost the same shit because you got to sit there with that same level of technicality, that same level of patience and like concentration. And you same deal. Fuck somebody's shit up. Yo, well, the tattoo is way more severe. Yeah. You could take my shit off in a few weeks or that day if you're so inclined. But yeah. it is also a little heartbreaking in that sense because sometimes I f- feel like, damn, I created Yeah, and you're going to have to take shit, this shit off. Then I see you in three weeks and I'm like, <laughs> oh. 
the e-file. So it is a little like, oh, my baby. Um, but it is cool. I mean, people walking around kind of like living canvases. That, you know? Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Like, you're wearing my work wherever you go. And the internet is the biggest tool, of course, mm-hmm. in business. But... So I'm gonna be set for word of mouth too. I have so many clients. Word of mail. I was gonna like, say because she was right. like, "Oh, like people come to you for the seeing you with Nico." But I'm like, "Yo, also probably people just see the nails and be like, "Yo, where'd you get those?" Well, they'll look at me off Nico, and then they realize like, "Oh, this isn't just a girl who thinks New York like it only she actually takes, does something." It's only two clicks. You're two <laughs> clicks in, and you start <laughs> going it. crazy, and you see as you see all the amazing things that you've done. Yeah, that's really dope. Yeah. Um, Nick, so. Being the Brooklyn representative, the the, the the New York accent Brooklyn representative, yeah. we, we created a new little section of the show for you. Okay, I love this. Listen. So we want to hear top three New York terms of endearment. Oh, God. Um, you know, I'm old school. Like, if I call you son, I probably like you. You know, if I'm like, yo, what son. Up, son? No, but like a lot if, if I just keep, because maybe it's too new for me to be like, uh, or something yeah. like that but I want you to know like you special I'm gonna call you son this is I 100% agree son cause I got chewed out one time in a relationship cause I was like not son but it's like yo you have to understand or doggy like I'll say doggy like Cameron but like oh. I could love you to death like I wanna have children with you but I'll be like yo doggy we gonna yo, catch dog. that flick tonight or not like what are we doing um yes. If I save, well, I guess that's not a name, but I feel like there's New York things. If I let you take the first bite of my slice, that's love. That's real. That's the corner. Like, that's the tip. That's, oh, my goodness. I didn't you know? Or my true. crust. If I let that's you eat my real. crust, like, uh, <laughs> we could just sign life insurance policy. <laughs> that's that's real. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I think, like, New York terms of love is very that. Or even bro. Like, I'll bro you to death. Yeah. And then make out with you on the streets. (laughs) You know? Um, It's very that. It's very, like, harsh, but not, or, what was that thing, like, the, um, you good, right? There was a meme that was like, (laughs) it's like three meanings to you good, like, oh, yeah. Like, you you good? good? You about to get fucked up? (laughs) Like, you good? It's like, nah, you good. Nah, you good. Like, I'm good. (laughs) Am I right on that? Word. That's you just gotta dope. know. New York is like gotta, Cantonese. Bro. I do I find that. though that men that aren't from New York really fucking love that shit. Like, it's like a novelty. It's like talking to them. Spanish to them. Oh god, yeah. I, I've I've yeah. gathered that too. Like, just being like from New York and dating somebody it's a foreign elsewhere, language. It's like yo, right? Like you could sexy. treat them like shit. Say that shit and they again. Just eat it up. Like, oh, yeah. say it again. <laughs> say coffee. Say coffee again. Coffee. <laughs> Bagel with cream New cheese York and jelly. Accent is a is a Latin dialect. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's never steered me wrong. Word. See that that's dope. When I when I was talking to Jeff earlier this week and I said, Yo, I really want to do this uh New York terms of endearment with Nick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, What's that? And I was like, you know, you know, like one of my boys, whenever he sees me, he's like, Yo, what up, big dick? And I'm like <laughs> And he's like, Nah, I don't think that's a term of endearment, my nigga. I think he, uh, I think he like you. And <laughs> and so we just then Or well, like just big head, yeah, that's a oh, big yeah, like yeah, yeah, big head. Big yo, big head. head. Yo, ugly. Ugly is uh, for ugly. sure one. Like yo, come here, ugly. Yo, this has been an amazing, yeah. amazing episode. I don't want it to stop. Like, I, I don't want it to stop. I really, really don't. This is probably the longest episode we've done, and I'm, I'm like unashamed yeah, of this I shit. Gave, yeah, gave you some stuff. Amazing. Nah, this was, this was fantastic. <laughs> um, Nick, you will also, I, I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but 
you are not only are you our second guest, yes. you're our second guest on the show, first our woman. first female guest. Our first female guest, ladies and gentlemen. First lady of the smartest guys in That's the world. That's right. That's how women with nails clap. We go. <laughs> oh, beast. If you support this, make sure you clap your nails together. You clack them, clack Clack, em. clack, 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 clack. I can't, I can't clack. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm honored, definitely. I love to talk. <laughs> and yeah, I've always loved the podcast game. Um, I haven't done one in a very long time. I was like, a you are welcome back anytime. 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 And, and, I'm, and I, we would actually like to take you up on showing Big Just since he's not here. We can um, probably make some content. You showing Big Just how to how to you know do some nail art, so bringing two so creatives That'd be amazing. The banter between them two would be. Fucking be so uh, you guys will have to come to my salon. Oh hell yeah! That. I, I think oh, you yeah. can do that. Well, what's your boss's name? Sataya. 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 <laughs> Check out Art Nail she, NYC. Yes. Okay. She let us. Um, she let us shoot the biggie thing in the salon. Amazing. So that oh, cool. that was there in the salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fire! I thought yeah. that was a set. Yeah, no, that's that's what's up. That's great. Yeah, All it's right. a great space. So, um, we got to try to make it out there. It's yeah. Tire. Think Absolutely. about us. Um, Nick, let let the world know where they can find you and follow you because we're we're very lucky that we've been able to follow your journey for a little while and root for Word. you. So, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's like Nick the Ruler. And um, there's no C's. It's S L I K N I K, the ruler spelled out. And um, yeah, I'm on everything like that. Twitter, mainly Instagram though. Uh, of course, find me at Art Nail if you want to book me. Word. Get your nails done, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Get your nails done. Check it out. All right, I All think right, that's Jeff. it, yo. I think that's it. Before right. we go, um, make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at the Smartest Pod. And make sure you yeah. clack that subscribe button. Yeah, subscribe. Clack the subscribe. Clack YouTube. the like button. One more time. Shout out to Diddy and the Chop House for yes. always gracing us and welcoming us and having this uh, nice setup. So, yo, that's it. Thank you, bro. That's like, it. Have a good one. All right, everybody. Thank, thank you very you. much. Catch us on the next episode. Make sure you tune in. Live from the Chop House. This is the smartest guys in the room. Later, everybody. <laughs>